episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going? Anyways, Kyle. Ah, pretty not bad, bright and early. Pretty We're morning bad. guys now. We're morning we radio fucking... guys. Yeah, we are. 10 o'clock is not morning radio, by the way. 5 a.m. is morning radio. Well, they didn't know when we recorded this. I was going to well, lie. Well, you can't. I was going to be like, we're, we're going to. We don't. We're going to send Jocko pictures. We have literally. Yeah. Just set your clock to 4.58. <laughs> send Jocko tweets. Uh, been podcasting since 3 a.m. Actually, didn't, I guess. Didn't I, sleep. I guess we'd be sending it to Anthony from Opie and Anthony. Sure. <laughs> the old morning radio guys. Um, Yeah. Fucking here we are, bright yeah, and early. You're getting Saturday. ready for. You're getting my all friend, dolled up. Tonight. My close personal friend uh, Jeff and his fiance, my other close personal friend Sarah, are getting married today. So congratulations to them. There's no way they'll hear this because they don't listen hate or, my or podcast. Care. Yeah. Um, what do you think they hate most about it? You. Yeah, that's uh, it. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, Jeff doesn't give a shit. Jeff likes the bare naked ladies in golf, so and Jeff likes what he likes, and that's fucking it. Like, I mean, I also like the bare naked no, ladies. No he, one fucking likes. I they did, suck. <clears throat> I like them enough. The fucking name he is hilarious. Loves them. The origin story behind the name is it's my great. favorite part. It's great, but also <clears throat> their music is fucking terrible. It's Postcard, been one week since you looked at me. Stop it! Stop it! That's enough. <laughs> Postcard from a chimpanzee might be the worst song of all time. What's that? I'm not gonna. You're postcard. Not I see, trick, I'm not trolling you. I'm not going to trick me. I don't. How would I know the song "Postcard" from you a chimpanzee? You fucking know it. Well, not by name. Yeah, you do. Uh, well, I'm not even going to. Well, none of the lyrics are "Postcard from a chimpanzee." Yeah. So if you don't, that's the fucking chorus. Well, then I don't like know the song. Postcard from a. Chi- oh my god. Okay, you don't know it. <laughs> I don't know. It. You you successfully got me to sing <laughs> one fucking bar. So I, I hate this. I'm not even trolling. Go fuck yourself. I literally <laughs> don't know that song. Um, Maybe if you sing the rest of it, it'll jog my memory. No, I, th- dude, and it's one they. I'll also give them this that they're so catchy that it gets stuck in your head. Really? Did you do anything interesting this week, Kyle? I don't know. You know. No. Don't you fucking dare search that up. We have other things queued. What? <sighs> I didn't do anything interesting. Nothing. Did you do stand up this weekend? Uh, I did it yesterday. And? Holy fuck! Worst table in a long time. Yeah, what happened? Brutal. There's a table full of like. I walked <clears throat> some witches last week. Oh yeah, tell that. I'll tell my. I mean, that. I don't really remember what I said, but I thought they were in on the joke, and I kept <laughs> calling them dumb vegan witches and all variations. Oh, they didn't uh, like that. No. <laughs> no way. Yeah, and th- they didn't know a lot about witchcraft either. Like they just kind of like hate dudes. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, I'm not going to get into this again. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, you're Zed. Serenity now! I just pulled a U, Serenity now. <laughs> but none of them that believe in it know. Mm-hmm. They just made their own God. They don't know anything about the things they're talking about. No, there's no God. It's pagan. It's the earth. But the... No, but that... You know what I mean. The, the One of the girls I knew from before, she's kind of like a fan of comedy. I'd seen her a bunch. We've hung out before. <laughs> really? So I thought we had a rapport. Thus, I was kept calling them stupid, dumb, vegan witches. Uh, Caleb Rapport. Yeah. And uh, then they left. I thought they were going for a smoke and they never came back. That's funny. And, and Dave was like, you know, you walked a table. And I was like, okay. Who goes for a smoke during the middle of a set? I don't. Well, 
Lots of people. Fucking not a my, good, not a good one. <laughs> during my sets, it happens a lot, <laughs> dude. This one, this open micer guy that was like not a good comedian, but like kind of a we- really weird autistic guy. But every once in a while, he just had like a fucking banger, and he said <laughs> somebody was on that he didn't like. He's like, I don't smoke, and this guy's my smoke break. <laughs> oh, who said that? <laughs> Dave Samich. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. If you want, if you're into cringe, if you're into cringe. <laughs> Search Dave Samich actually funny. It is maybe the greatest cringe set of all time. I've talked about it on the podcast before. He did he post it? Yeah, he posted it from his own account. It's got like actually 90 views funny? and 85 of them are me showing people and it's hilarious. Can we watch it a little bit? Sure, yeah. Or is that too much? No, I mean we're desperate for content. <laughs> no, we're, we're not. Do you know what the Bible's about today? Treasuries and other officials. So but there it, we are. We're, stay tuned. Don't go away. We're going to talk about exorcisms. There was an exorcism in Saskatchewan. But first, <laughs> Dave Sandwich, actually funny. Yeah, 82 views, 11 Should years ago. Should we start at the beginning? The oh, banger, no, you have the to start at the opener? beginning. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. We're loading it up. Got an account on there. <laughs> Good. All right. Ballston in a do lid. Oh, you guys are, might remember Rob from the gangbang on his wife. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's going to be hard to follow that kind of uh, thunderous applause, but let's see what I can do, hey? He is as skinny as the mic stand. 82 so, views. You, got his, you have to see his mannerisms. He's so the, nervous. Uh, drunk driving laws. Well, not necessarily the new one. The, uh, the old law that says that people at their end can't uh, drink a- anything then drive for the next 10 hours. What? I thought because the ends were allowed to do that now. So that means that if my dad comes home from the bar in serious need of a nightcap, and he uh, uh, and he goes into the cupboard, you know, gets the bottle and starts slamming it back and throws it at me, and two drops go out my nose, I'm the one that blows over. What? What does that mean? But, but you know, <clears throat> he's, he's almost swallowing his tongue. He's so nervous. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. You know, even even when I am out drinking and I don't have to drive, I can't have all that much. Because I'm sure you're looking at me like I'm some kind of lightweight. Well, let's put it to you this way. Last time I weighed myself, uh, I came out as 120 pounds, and I was soaking wet and holding a brick. (laughs) That's my favorite uh, one. Soaking wet and holding a brick. Oh, my God, dude. Imagine posting that. Oh, yeah. And and entitling it, actually funny. Dave Sandwich, actually funny. Despite what everyone says. This is actually funny. Despite the audience reaction that night. Actually funny jokes. I recorded it. Dude, that's six I'm minutes long. I'm putting it out. It's six minutes long, and it's about... Of him shaking and swallowing his tongue? About thir- three minutes in, the crowd murmur gets to, so like you can't really hear him. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, because everyone's that's just like, so funny. what are we doing here? Man, honestly, we need a bar like O'Flans again. To break the new comics? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so O'Flans... So the, we have a comedy club and a dedicated room for comedy and blah, blah, blah. So, and it's banging now. And it's awesome. Yeah. But... O'Flans was wing night at a popular bar, and we just imposed comedy on the audience. Mm-hmm. It was, as a bar owner, it was terrible. I don't recommend this for anybody, but as a comedian, it made you so much better. Because if you didn't get the whole, it was a packed bar, drinking, getting wings. No one gave a fuck about comedy, and you had to get their attention within a minute and hold it. And honestly, that's where I got kind of good. Was that O'Flans? I think that's good at the beginning. But bad if you have to do it too long. Oh, it's brutal. You know what I mean? It's like comics that get stuck in the open mics where it's just like most of the other comics and a couple audiences. So you start just doing really abrupt, 
like a lot of the fucking things. new guys that in, like indulge themselves with oh these, way too much yeah they need a room where <laughs> people just like give you 30 seconds and then go back to eating their wings and talking well i got the tail end of that but i also got munins yeah where people were sitting dorks are sitting there playing board games and we're like hey fucking losers <laughs> <laughs> just bombing to people who didn't even come to see you and then getting mad at them that's what that's got to be the worst that's what mutants was for them yeah the best was imagine trying to have a fun night you're a basement dwelling fucking incel and you Mm. never leave your house and so oh i'm going to this one place where it's a safe space hey fucking nerd wear deodorant (laughs) and shave your neck (laughs) the best part was is that the owners liked it when we did it <laughs> yeah, like, they despise like the people that sat there all day playing board games and not ordering anything because they didn't have a board game like they forgot that they yeah, didn't they, have a price their exact clientele were <laughs> the people who get like one pop and stay there all day yeah but that's why most board game places charge by the hour well now even in toronto way before they opened even oh. when they i went to one in toronto it was, and I didn't play a lot of board games, and like designer board games are kind of new. Like Catan had come out, and a bunch of other ones. Chess is re- super old, dude. It's designer board, board game. games, all these like designed little... chess. Well, that's omnipotent. Design. I almost went on a heater today. I was what's fuck- almost? Well, I I kept winning winning two games, and a heater is when you win three games in a row. That's it. And I kept winning two and losing, winning two and losing, winning two and losing. So uh, net gain for my rating, but no heater. Still pretty yeah. solid. What's your, I tell, what's the rating at these days? Okay, so Blitz is in the toilet. <laughs> Blitz is in the fifteen hundreds. But my rapid is uh let's look right now. I just lost the last game because uh he was bragging seventeen hundred <sighs> last time he talked on the pod, so let's see if it's sixteen seventy four. Well it's easy rapid. to go in a heater when you tank your rating and then try and climb back go up. Go fuck isn't yourself, it? Kyle. <laughs> yes, it kinda is. <laughs> I've been playing That's the Polish the best part. and the England gambit. So. Caleb's best. The best part about Caleb playing chess, I think, is the fact that he plays in all states. So he'll get blackout drunk. <laughs> I win sometimes. Play chess. Drunk. Tank his rating. And then the next day be like, I'm fucking awesome at chess as he builds his rating back up. <laughs> Dude, but he's too blackout to remember him tanking it. So will my buddy. So win win. My buddy, comedian friend, Will Corey. Uh, Wild Bill. Wild yeah, Bill Corey. He's great. Uh, really fantastic Chinese gay comedian. Um, when we play over the board, surprisingly not Chinese or gay. <laughs> Shockingly, not Chinese or gay. Um, when we when we play over the board, he like I once to beat, the point where people were like, really? I once beat him eleven games in a row, and he said the most annoying thing is that you you beat me when you're blackout wasted or sober. But he's not very but he's good. Really bad, right? I mean, compared to me, well. I beat anybody that I know over the board. Yeah, but you don't know anyone that plays chess. Yeah, Will. Will plays. He doesn't yes, really he does. play. He plays online. He's got his shit. He plays on chess.com like a total rating? fucking chump. Um, I think it's like 14, 1,500. Like, don't you start at that? I think on chess.com you start at 1,200. 1,200. Yeah, you do. You do. Because I, I play chess.com. I got my rating up real fast because I think they throw you at chumps. Well, yeah. The the, well, it's yeah. They're trying to like, like get placement? you placement. Yeah, I got up to fourteen fifty, without even knowing how to play chess. So that's good. Yeah, but then it tanked back. Down if you can get, if you just straight up don't single move blunder, you're a fifteen hundred. If you just don't lose a piece for no reason, you're a fifteen hundred. <laughs> I did that for sure. Yeah, but 
I got some uh, little trappy so stuff that's back how, I'm barely better than that. That's how good I am at chess. <laughs> Is that true, though? Yes. You can, If you just don't blunder a piece? That was like, okay, so I was watching all these chess videos trying to get better, and that was the one piece of advice that improved my rating about 100 points. That's just hilarious. Be, just make sure you're not single move blundering a piece. <laughs> That's the what, and I still do that quite a bit. Everyone knows that already. Yeah, though. I know, but like, be paranoid. <laughs> like, double check. Yeah, I would just. I don't know. It's weird for me to look at it because I look at a chessboard and I don't know what I'm looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's. It's. Dude. I have no. I have no basic concept of opening and defense. Okay, or well, even basic pincer strategies and shit like that. I'm a bishops <clears throat> guy. I like to get. My I don't even know what a regular what a check looks like from beginning to end what do you mean a check like to get someone into check like Checkmate? the strategy whatever just to put pressure on pieces and stuff yeah i don't even know the journey here's to get three there. basic principles yeah get uh control the center if you can uh, that i didn't know get, get your backline pieces out to favorable positions as in what's favorable co- coordination basically Everything looks after something else. You want everything. So you don't want any pieces completely undefended. And forks. You, t- t- typically. And then look for forks. Look for it's, forks. Yeah. Like try to. Any move that does more than one thing is a, okay. To, if you can like get out of a check, put there, put, you know, put two, fork two pieces, you know, to do more than one thing with one move because you only get one move at a time in chess. Mm-hmm. And if all of a sudden, you, with one move, you can attack two or more pieces. It's a good move, usually. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. A little double ditty. Anyways, we've bored everybody. I've been boring the fuck out of my roommates no, like talking that. about chess. Only no. because, man, I it was hilarious. Diana yesterday. Mm-hmm. So she talks about Drea. Diana will literally ask me what Drea was doing while I'm home. Like, what was Drea doing? And then I, I she's trolling you now. I know she is now, and I'm trolling her back by telling her about chess, but she doesn't get it. So every time she talks about Drea, I immediately start talking about chess, and she just zones out. And then I'm like, and I continue to That's talk hilarious. way past the time, and she's like, I don't care. I'm like, she's like, do you have any concept how much I don't care? I'm like, do you have any concept of how close you are to getting it? You're so close, Diana. See, isn't this fun to do to someone else? Yeah, it's pretty fun. See, now you get it. Yeah, I was telling her about uh, the Seinfeld Cup with Magnus Carlsen and Nepo, a rematch of the world last year's world champion. And she's like, ugh. Magnus Carlsen isn't defending his chess world championship? No, he's not doing it. He was on Lex Friedman's podcast. Yeah, that's Three hours on chess, man. It was awesome. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I heard clips. I like it that he's playing poker now. Magnus? They're wildly different games. Yeah. But... It's pretty cool. Yeah, he's he's trying to play poker. He'll never get good because he has a completely different. Uh, he's like he's like trained his brain to think a certain way. That Crow Magnon is the smartest. He's like the missing link. He's got <clears> this <throat> underbite that he could bite off the tip of his nose, and his forehead has several <laughs> fucking wrinkles. I think he gets extra brain in those wrinkles for sure. <laughs> well, he has like a perfect memory, right? He's also <clears throat> he's also like one of the least nerdy chess guys if that makes any that's sense that's what people say but no, he's, he's so nerdy i mean for a chess guy though <laughs> he's, he's a so cool nerdy. chess guy man. <laughs> i guess so <laughs> kind of like me i'm a ch- cool chess guy yeah but you're bad at it that's how you be cool at chess <laughs> I mean, and i disagree all those blitz black dudes in the park are way cooler than both of you dorks yeah wu-tang clan they play chess oh yeah oh that's cool the rizza the rizza's love- <laughs> like rated like 19 almost 2000 no, those fucking there's a there's a fucking blitz 
black chess culture in like New York City on yeah, all those awesome. park I'd love benches. to go play. And they cheat too. They cheat all the time. Yeah. Like that's one of the one things is that I, I didn't it's really hustling. didn't really know what it meant at the time, but like in those games your knight your knight can move wherever it wants. I mean, not really. <laughs> no, I know, but, but yeah, they yeah they put their knight wherever they want. There's actually okay, so <laughs> they uh, try to talk you uh, into getting distracted. Some guy, I can't remember what they called it. <clears throat> this is like in Napoleon's era, so eighteen seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds invented. Or no, it was early seventeen hundreds. Anyways, he invented the <clears throat> a chess machine. It was like a mechanical machine. But what really was going on is he had a tiny, he had a midget grandmaster that he put inside the machine. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. But everyone believed it was this chess playing genius thing. That's and awesome. And he, he tricked everybody for years. He made a bunch of money. And Napoleon played this machine. He, he, came, he conquered Austria and said, I want to play that machine that plays chess. And Napoleon, being Napoleon, uh, made it like a night move where he went an extra square too far to the left. Mm -hmm. So it's an illegal move. And he cheated on purpose yeah, and or the, to test and, the machine. And, and the machine moved it, it back, the night back. Yeah. And then he did it again. And the machine, yeah, exactly. To test it. That's like nobody thought to fuck with the machine, <laughs> right? Until yeah. Napoleon, because Napoleon's fucking genius. Yeah. And then the guy moved it back, and Napoleon moved it back, and the guy moved it back, and then Napoleon moved it back, and then he just fucking. Uh, the the robot just cleared the table. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. And then Napoleon laughed, <laughs> set it up again, and then lost the game, playing with legal moves to a grandmaster. Yeah, as if the robot would know that. Like it's a conscious being. I think that was a pretty good clue into knowing that the it ro wasn't a robot. Yeah. But it fooled people for about a hundred years. There's a great podcast about it. Honestly, I can't look it up. Fucking all the all the chess guys that I've well, not all of them, but the very limited ones that I've like seen in movies or read about is uh, they all have like insane, almost perfect memories. And I think in chess, since there's such a backlog of games and like research that has been done, almost. <clears throat> go ahead, finish. No, that you can. If you can reference a game that turned out similar to this and a board position similar and reference the moves and then study them how they would react in real time to your game right now. Hey, sorry, I'm doing the podcast. Oh, hey, babe. You're on the podcast. Is this Caleb's hot Swedish wife? It is. Hello? Hey, what's up? Oh, can you hear me? Because I can barely hear you. Yeah, you're on speaker. You're on the podcast. Hi. <laughs> and that's how you do it honestly that's how you do it if you okay so oh god damn it she thinks you can't hear her <laughs> just answer Camilla. the phone regularly what's up you're on the podcast okay well i'll be 30 minutes okay perfect that's a lie all right see ya it's 40, but what's a little 10-minute lie? Okay. okay, well, we got to read the Bible. we got to get to that exorcism. Well, but on. one last Calm point down. about the chess. Calm down. Your girlfriend, your wife went to call in. You know, you can fucking chill. Yeah, you're right. You're not. You don't have your leash on right now. You're fine. <laughs> okay. So as far as um, memorizing openings, most <clears throat> games are into a completely new game after about yeah, 10 moves. Yeah, but they're similar positions. They're positional ideas. <clears throat> yeah. But... A, 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 even at the grandmaster level, you're in a new game after 10 moves almost every time. 10, 15, 15 moves is like kind of rare. But like, and they on purpose play the not optimal move. You don't lose playing the third best move 
I mean, maybe you do after 50 moves, but they have to know all 50 fucking moves, right? So kind of the, the new gamesmanship in chess is playing the not best computer move because everybody's memorized the best computer lines. I hear it. So you're playing the third, fourth best move around move six, seven, eight. It's like... To change the game position. Yeah, up. bluffing. Board state up if yeah. you think you're better at adjusting. And it, actually, in the Nepo <clears throat> Magnus game I was just talking about, mm-hmm. uh, Nepo played exactly what Magnus played up till move 10 against uh, Viswan Anand, the Indian, in the World Championship match. So... Magnus was troll him against himself. Basically, Magnus was playing himself, but of course, Magnus being Magnus made the absolute best move in reply to his own previous game. Well, obviously, that'd be the worst case scenario. He would have for sure thought about it. It's it's cool, but you know he would know how to defend against himself. Maybe he doesn't. Well, Well, up to move ten. If you understand what you're doing, you understand how to defend it, right? Maybe. I mean, I mean, not maybe. The- He's the best player in the world. Of course, but you get out of theory after. I think it's a bad theory. Okay, but it's a cool one. Um, but anyways, now that now that like poker is getting more figured out, in the in the sense that computer solvers are getting involved, like in chess, it's way ahead. Like mm-hmm. the computers are way better. Mm-hmm. Right now, the computers are just slightly worse than the best players in the world. Slightly. That's, that's crazy. That it's still. It's. I mean. It's crazy that humans can beat a computer in a bluffing game. Well, it's not It's not about bluffing. It's about... Uh, Hot equity and bullshit. It's about having balanced ranges in certain situations and making very minor adjustments. I know that you just humored me by talking about chess for 15 minutes. As soon as but you, you talk about poker, I'm like, fucking, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about value range. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, that's it. I'm not like you can, you can never guess what someone has, but the more hands you can take out of what they ha- can possibly have and... Make it a more concentrated range of hands. Yeah. Then you have to balance your bluffs and value bets based on that range, and that's what poker is essentially. So yeah, computers are getting pretty fucking good. I know in chess, in the chess computers, they're like doing a lot of crazy sacrifices for like ten moves. Yeah, down material the bo- imbalances. Yeah, it's like the new thing. It's like freaking people out. So you get like you know two rooks and a bishop for like a queen and three pawns or whatever, and that now like. The, that's just great. Like the imbalance is really, it's hard to evaluate because it's really easy to put a, like a number value on a piece and just calculate that. Mm-hmm. But to include who has the next move, which is the most important factor combined with board position, that is really hard to evaluate for humans. Yeah, that makes sense. Some concepts are hard to grasp. Like when uh, the solvers first came out and then like no limit heads up hold them is the most it's the easiest for, I think, a computer to handle the one-on-one thing. Yeah. And it, less variables. It's one-on-one. Can't yeah. argue. So there's like, they the computer started doing crazy shit, like calling, bluffing, and then calling with like queen high after you bluff. And there's a concept in poker that if you bluff and someone raises you all in, yeah. there's no more moves. You don't yeah. call. Because you're not bluffing then if you have a better hand than them. My favorite. But what happens is you reduce your range so much after that person per, t- puts in their fir- fifth bet. They're like, either they have the absolute nuts or they missed a straight draw. And now you actually can call like all this really weird specific shit. That's all. That's the most amateur poker move ever. When you know, like, I love playing with my shitty friends and then you bluff and they call your bluff with nothing. And they're like, you were yeah, bluffing. I know. But you also had nothing. <laughs> but you had, you had nothing. But the computers I, do that. Yeah. And win. <laughs> or lose and somehow justified. I don't understand. It's, but. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Kyle. So um, something happened. Uh, I guess it was Did a month ago. Did you get ago. your period? No. 
this there was an exorcism performed in Saskatchewan, <laughs> okay. and it's been in the news, and people have been sending me the article, so I wanted to talk about it. Um, I guess that don't you have the article? Uh, this it's there on the computer, but uh, we got a clip of this kid describing it. I haven't listened to this clip yet. I've read the article about it. Hit play. Bond says he no longer believes that Satan and demons are out to get him. Back in July Ooh, at good. Saskatchewan's Redberry Bible Camp, Parker and other boys were subjected to what their camp worker called an exorcism. Just kind of angry that that was allowed to happen. Pause. And that that did happen. <laughs> this sounds like they got diddled. How do you feel about the Holocaust? I, I, I hate to, just that was allowed to happen is such a I mean, he's 14, so I shouldn't jump on, down this kid's throat like the camp like counselor the did. Good, no, good. that didn't happen. But um. It, was, it wasn't allowed. That's just such a fucking Zoomer statement. I, how did? How was this allowed to happen? We should have policy. I don't know. One guy went against what everyone else yeah, exactly. thought they like, should that's do. That's how the fucking world works. Yeah, that's how. Parker says that for four days, they were kept awake until 5 a.m. by their cabin leader, telling them to watch for signs of demonic possession, anything from flickering lights to any thoughts. This literally sounds like how they, how you that brainwash, night, psychologically break someone down. You get them really tired yeah. and start injecting yeah. ideas into their head. And then during the day, they had them like playing camp games. So like strenuous exercise yeah. up all night. And then he told them demons are out to get you. And the kids started freaking out. God, they're pieces Dude, of shit. Dude, it's by a man named Carlos Dirksen on a boy that he has acknowledged was showing symptoms consistent with a seizure. Parker says he and the other boys were terrified as Dirksen waved his arms and yelled. And then he started speaking in tongues. Who did? And then the counselor. he would start oh. saying things like, Carlos. filthy spirit, leave this vessel, and in the name of Jesus, get out of this boy. When it was over, Parker and the other boys <laughs> called their parents nice to take them Nice twigs in the background. He doesn't kid. even sound like Hockey? the same kid. Yeah. And so... He's, he keeps I'm surprised saying, that witch put her son in the Bible camp. Like, what are you doing? I need to keep White girl with dreads? So They're also extensions. They're yeah. extensions from the first yeah. two inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has two inches of real hair. She went to Mexico. <laughs> she fucked a black guy two years ago and the, is still clinging to it. The demons don't get me... Unknown to parents, Dirksen's own Facebook page details a recent history of pornography and drug addiction, domestic violence, and being fired from his previous job as a children's camp counselor. But now he's saved. Dirksen, nor other... But now he's saved. That's crazy. I didn't read that in the article. So the guy, according to his Facebook page, is watching porn? Is he one of those guys clicking share this video? Yeah. What the f How do you fucking know that? He's commenting, dude. Oh, no. He probably was like... Lord Jesus set me free from porn. Christians love to publicly say the worst things they do as if, look, I'd, you can't be mad at me because I'm repenting. Yeah. They're flexing, though. That's what they're doing. They're like, you think your thing was bad that you had to overcome? My thing was worse. Yeah, and I overcame it. And I overcame it. Praise so. be to God, but also to me. Also to me, because I rule in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Barry officials return CBC News interview requests. <clears throat> but Dirksen described the exorcism in one of his recent That's YouTube hot. videos. No, and he's growling and he's shaking and I'm continuing to just, I am in spiritual warfare. CBC News has obtained an audio recording of Redberry's executive director defending the exorcism to a parent. He admitted no medical care was provided. I the boy's current... Wait. I, I hate to do this to people real quick, but that guy looks like he fucks kids. <laughs> condition is unclear. He was Look praying at him. that Jesus would, would free this boy. 
Several parents and kids did file criminal complaints. Okay, that's the quote. That guy sounds reasonable. That was not defending him. What? Jesus would free this boy? No, he claims. He, he said the other guy claimed that. They said he was defending him. Then they go, he claims that Jesus would free this boy. No, no, no. He did defend him. In the, according to the article that I read, he was like, look, that's part of the camp. We exercise demons. Do you want your kids to get exercised? Exercise them? Why are you, getting, why are you making them stronger, <laughs> yeah. dude? <laughs> we strength train <laughs> demons. We have the strongest demons in camp. Um, I don't know, Kyle. I'm going to put it to you first. What? What? First impression, what the fuck do you think about this? You're like, too formal, dude. We already did it. Well, I've been to exorcisms, okay? Uh-huh. And I've been, to, like, so at church, they would, you know, this, you have the demon. They did tried to do this. Remember my porn story about being, watching mm-hmm. porn and getting sent to porn camp? They were trying whoa, to exorcise whoa. the demon of porn. Do you see the parallels? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's fucking, <laughs> but that kid is up. For four, five, what do you, what did they say? Four till nights. Five a.m. Four nights till five a.m. Mm-hmm. Running around all day. He literally has a seizure, and they just start praying over him, and never gave him medical care. Now, well, yeah. If you're looking for demons, yeah, and one of the kids starts seizing, yeah, it's only fair to assume. No, but I mean, sh- that's retarded, though, right? Yeah, their whole belief system is retarded, retarded, which leads you to. Incorrect conclusions. But if you don't, if you add that in as a possibility, it's either 50 50 seizure or demon exorcism. You know what's funny? She's seizures typically don't last very long. So someone starts at, I have a friend. Yeah, that, I was going to say that you get it, you cure, cured them. Yeah, they, they believe it works. Yeah. And it says in the Bible, like almost, you know, like uh, many places where you see uh, exorcism, the seizures are involved, foaming at the mouth. It's really like having a full on, I guess, seizure, foaming mouth. Blah. And it makes sense because they're like yelling at them, they're praying over them. The person doesn't retain any of it. And then like they're done in 30 seconds. Vomiting. Like, we did it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the movie. I haven't seen it, honestly. Exorcism? No, The Exorcist, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's no, really good. I haven't seen it. It's good. Holds up. Spooky. I think that, I don't know. I just, like, it's so crazy that that's what you think is going on. Like, instead of, nowadays, I'm talking about, 100 years ago even, I would be like, look, no one really knows what's going on. It could be demons. But we fucking know now. And people still, like, my parents are like, this talk about demon possession stories. I'm like, mom, that guy's just mentally ill. Or mom, that guy has fucking, what do you call it when you get seizures? What? What's the disease when you get seizures all the time? Epileptic. Oh, epileptic. epilepsy. Epi- yeah. And I'm like, so you know that that exists, but you still believe in demons? And it's like... I'm like, yeah, who do you think gave him epilepsy? The demons. The demons. You could just answer everything like that. The cancer demons. It's so fucking crazy, dude. So, in youth... Do they believe in disease? Yes. And they get medical help. No, in like the concept of disease, like um, organically being created. Okay, so or is it or is it put there by like the devil or it was something? Put there by God. God put it there. When remember when Adam and Eve sinned? So they don't believe in anything changing, like the earth. When Adam and Eve yeah. sinned, that introduced disease and pain into the world. The world was world was perfect before that, mm-hmm. which is so okay. Yeah. So obviously, God the, created who, lions with. Uh, teeth to rip meat from bones but they were vegetarians in the garden 
You know what, though? I kind of think they got a point. What's that? Because AIDS, right? We just cured it. Pretty much. Now it doesn't ki- it doesn't kill now it's monkeypox. And you got to be like maybe God doesn't like it. No, I would you know say what I mean? just diseases evolve. How come gays keep getting specific ones? Cuz if buttholes are dirty, man, that's the fucking fact. Buttholes yeah. are fucking gross and dirty. Anyone's butthole. Yeah. It's where the dirt comes out. All the things that your body doesn't want comes mm-hmm. out of there. And you know what? I'm going to shove my dick in that. Women and women, you know, when you have when you have anal sex with a woman, you're she's a woman, so you're delicate, you know. You, I assume when you fuck a man, it's very aggressive. What do you mean? You like assume? you're wrestling. Like I'm. You've I never know. done it. I've done it. <laughs> when I buck fuck the shit out of this twink, dude, I Darp? didn't. I didn't let up. Stop. <laughs> the twink kept going harder, and I'm like, "Are you sure it's tearing?" And he's like, "Yeah." That's what I'm into. He died. And I'm like, that's not the delicate butt sex I'm used to, but let's fuck keep hammering <laughs> at it. He bled out and died. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, but he came. As he, that's how he comes. Came, as coming he, or going, which was it? Where are you going? Going. <laughs> He's leaving. Kyle's leaving the room. So uh, I'm going to pose this question to an empty chair. Do you remember what we read about last week? No, of course not. I don't fucking pay attention. I just sit here and try to make you angry. It's not that I That's don't my pay impression attention. of you. I have the reverse of a Magnus, Carl- <laughs> Magnus Carlson brand. Is that I can't remember anything. So. Magneto Carlton? Magnus Carlson. Isn't that right? Yeah, that is. What country is he from? Uh, Spain. Way off. Nordic. I know, I was kidding. Which one? Um, If I had to guess, I don't actually know. Seems like a fucking Ouija to me. He's a Ouija. Good guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, so last week we read about some the singers and the rest of the levites and shit so we got to read about the treasures and the other officials do people call them Ouija's? cuz that sounds awesome i i do i know you do but you try to do it at like a, like it's a slur yeah which is very funny yeah i think Doug Stanhope did that once too yeah that's where i got it oh okay yeah <laughs> what's his bit on that i don't remember uh he's talking about how hot norwegian people are oh yeah right uh the treasurers <laughs> and other officials uh, we're in First Chronicles chapter 26, verse 20. Their fellow Levites were in charge of the treasuries, the house of God, and the treasuries and the dedicated things. Descendants of, we, I'm, we read this, hey? This is my way of just skipping over shit. Yeah, we, we must read, have read it. this before. Army divisions. This Now we're in chapter 7. Oh, this is page 666. We have to read the whole page 666. For sure. <laughs> Did we not? No, we stopped halfway through. I get so drunk by the end of the podcast, usually I forget where these end, and it just blurs into the next end. Well, no one cares. For the listeners, you'd appreciate this. Third hey, y'all already. Early morning pod. We're ha- I'm going to a wedding, Kyle. This is appropriate. It is appropriate. The fellow Levites. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a tracker. I'm going to ping your phone and see where you are, and then just crash and be like, hey. It's so far out. Oh, yeah. Right. It's, it's like so you have to bust to yeah, it. Yeah, you better, you're better off taking your boat, your dad's <laughs> boat there. I was going to go on the boat today. Motherfucker locked the keys in his house that he's living in now, and I want to be like, I know there's a key under the mat somewhere, but I know they don't want me going into the house. Like, uh, what am I going to find? Do it. I think that you should do it. 
I think this is like reminisce of when you're like stealing your dad's car when you're a kid. It kind of feels like cool, but I have to sneak put it back so they don't know. I mean, there's no way that's going to happen because you're going to get hammered on the boat and then crash and then get a DUI for boating and ruin your life. That's what's going to happen. Actually, they don't really give out DUIs for boating. What they do is they wait till you pick up your boat and they get you in the car because it's harder. And then they impound your car and your boat. Yeah. Cunts. Yeah. I mean, actually good, but it's good to take dump truck. You gave me a face like you really believe that's good. I do. All right. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the like I accidentally flagged down a water cop? I don't know what they're called, but I'm gonna call him a water cop. Sure. We were on the Coast boat, Guard. and there was a, but it's not that though. <laughs> but there's a girl. She was like she the was interior ta- coast. There's a girl on the boat, and she was talking with like wild hand gestures that didn't really make sense. You're like I don't she even. I'm not deaf. So I was mocking her, and I was doing the international. What I didn't know at the time was the international distress symbol. Putting your hands over your head and waving them. Yeah. So I'm mocking her to her as I'm talking back to her to her face. You seem that. pretty distressed. Yeah. I hope you die. So the fucking boat cops come up. We all we're all holding a drink. We're not drunk. We, eh. we just got out there. Okay. But I'm like that. Also, doesn't preclude you being drunk. You could have been pre-drinking. I don't pre-drink. I just drink, dude. Oh my god! I hate myself. <laughs> I wish I was dead. <laughs> I wish I was dead. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I don't even notice. I this. don't pre-drink either. <laughs> Gil does everything pre before he does it. So <laughs> he pre-does it, then he does it for real. Fuck you. I pre-plan to pre-drink. Pre-planning's my most, I can't handle. I plan to plan. I'm going to start planning tomorrow at 5 Step one, make plan. Step two, make another plan. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Step one, drink six hails. Okay. That's Pre-drink. Good. We're off to a good start. <laughs> Pre-drink six hails. I've drank okay. in six hails, but okay. I'm zen. <laughs> Serenity now. So anyways, this fucking boat cop rocks up. And we don't. I don't even notice because I'm still making fun of her. As she's dying, their boat's on fire. <clears throat> Help. And then as, they, as I see them, they're standing up on the boat. I know they can see into the boat. I take my drink and respectfully put it underneath the dash because you can do that in boats yeah. and, and everyone else hides it similarly. And the guy looks at me with disgust and he goes, is there a Because pro- he knows yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. There's no problem. And he goes, is there a problem here? And I was like, no, sorry. I was just making fun of that chick that's actually having a problem. No, I was like, yeah. That's making- what yeah, you, that- I said that. I was yeah. making fun of her and she's like. Oh, I was just telling a story and he was mocking me and something like that. He says something like that. And then he's like, okay, so there's no issue? And I'm like, no, no, sorry. And he's like, you know, that's an international distress signal on the water. And I'm like, did not know that. <laughs> I apologize. In my mind, I'm like, please don't give me a DUI. <laughs> a boat DUI? I guess an open liquor it would be. An FUI. A floating while intoxicated. Yeah, fuck, that would suck. I know, under the influence, while intoxicated. Actually, I know one guy that got it. That uh, The big uh, defenseman from the Jets got a fucking boat dewey. Cool. Um, The treasurers. Their fellow Levites were in charge of the treasuries of the house of God and the treasuries for the dedicated things, whatever the fuck those are. The descendants of Ladan, who were Gershonites through Ladan and were the heads of families belonging to Ladan, the Gershonite, Jesus fucking Christ, that is... 
were Jeheli, the sons of Jeheli, Zetham, his brother, Yoel. They were in charge of the treasuries of the temple of the Lord. That, that was Swedish for Joel, by the way. Yoel? Yeah. Uh, dude, I was uh, delivering microwaves to a place downtown, and the guy <laughs> that was... That's funny. Well, the guy that was like met me there was yeah. like, you know, blonde, red beard, accent, and I was talking to him for a few minutes, and I'm like, this guy, this guy's Swedish, I know it, and I'm like, hey man, uh, like, where's that accent from? And he kind of rolls his eyes and goes, guess, and I'm like, Sweden? Yeah. How'd you know that? I was like, my wife is Swedish. She's like, no way. And there's like, where's she from? I'm like, Sefla. That's next to Karlstad. And like, we instant buddy. And he I, was like, fuck, you're going to say some stupid, like, French. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, I felt cool, and we had a rapport. And his name was Yoel. Yeah, you were like, yeah, hey, guess what, bud? I got one of yours. Yeah, and he got one of ours. I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, I married a Canadian chick. I met her in backpacking in Cambodia. Nice, but theirs are hotter, so we win. That's still a plus yeah. one for us. Yeah, <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> this is revenge for the Vikings. We're doing it. We're doing it new school. Yeah, you guys took it old school way. That was cool yeah. back in the day on boats and stuff. We use planes now. I'm fucking upwards. Dude. We use charming planes. If I were to reproduce, which I'm not going to, my kids would be taller, stronger, <clears throat> smarter, better looking, right? Mm-hmm. His will be dumber, shorter, uglier, like the whole thing. Fatter. Yeah. So are there <sighs> fat people over there in Sweden? Uh, yeah, they are. Because I don't picture anyone being fat. I mean, there's. I mean. It's not like here. There's less fat people. But really? There are Canada's not that fat, though. Yeah, we are. We're in the top 10 in the obesity in the world, I think. Maybe it's just Kelowna. No, Kelowna's not. <laughs> yeah. Dude, go to fucking Berta, man. A bunch of fucking heifers. A bunch Winnipeg- of fat fucking oil rigging hogs out there. Dude. Winnipeg's not that fat either. They, they all work <clears throat> construction, but it's all just operating machines, and they're a fat fucks. <laughs> Alberta sucks. Yeah. By the way, so that table heckling, the ruining the fucking show from last night. Burtons. They were all Albertans. And a, a, I'm not supposed to say this, but. <laughs> <clears throat> this is the one after all the things you've all, even it's just fine. today. No, no, no. This is fine. But uh, <laughs> earlier in the day, one of the servers called them a bunch of cunts like a table away. Yeah. And they all heard. And then so all the servers... Because the, they are Because they were a bunch of cunts. They're a herd of They're cunts. They're a herd of cunts. <laughs> and so to make it better, the servers like comped them a bunch of shots and then brought them into the comedy room. Oh, you were set up to fail. And they wouldn't shut the fuck up through the whole the hosting, and I'm bullet. So I go up and immediately heckled. So I'm like, I'm not fucking deal with these guys. Yeah, Kyle's right? eyebrows are about to jump off his head. And it wasn't, it was just annoying drunk shit. They weren't even. Which we don't know anything about. We've never done anything like that. I mean, not at a comedy show. (laughs) If you're me. I mean. If you're me. I mean, yeah, you have. (laughs) If you're me. I might be the one of the most obnoxious guys ever. Yeah. At a comedy show. I agree. So I'm like dealing with this guy for like four minutes. I'm making fun of him. I'm making fun of him. Whatever. And they're like shocked. That they're like ruining the show. You know, they're like those guys. What? We're just having fun here. By So then they're getting, they're all like blackout drunk. You know, just mouth open, fucking can't close it, blackout no, drunk. No, I've never, that's, what's that? So then. Never I, seen anything like that or I, done it myself. I find out they're from Alberta, whatever. I'm asking them questions and they're like confused by them, by basic questions. So that's how the crowd works. So it's brutal. 
and they and every time I try to change topics, they heckle again. So I get to the point where I'm fucking. I find out from Alberta. I have a joke that makes fun of Alberta at the end. So I'm gonna weave into that. So I go to weave and I start it's like it. a professional. They like get a constant. I get heckled immediately again, and I'm just like, fuck. I'm now I'm furious. Kyle's now, I'm not his having face like he's gonna. Punch. I'm not having fun anymore up there, and I'm like, all right. Anymore? I mean, I stopped <clears> having fun five years ago. Oh yeah, it's been clear. <laughs> yeah. And I fucking power through the bit. Next comic goes up, bombs. Andrew Crone has the only one else before the headliner. He goes up, heckled the same fucking, <laughs> ruins his set. They ruin his set. And the whole time they're there being like, this kind of sucks. You can see it on their face. Yeah. Like, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. Well, at, who was the headliner? I'm going to be like, oh, um, Asian guy, a lot of credits. What's his name? Oh, whatever. Did he do okay? For him? For <laughs> Good enough. You know, someone trapped me before when uh, there was a comic in the bathroom. I'm not going to say any names for these two stories, but there's a comic. Kyle loves trashing people by name and drama. So, you know, this must be a bad one if he's like, I'm not (laughs) this one. It's going nameless. Well, comics trashing other comics is too hack. So I don't want to say their names. You've been doing that incessantly on this podcast since the beginning. Well, probably you're right. (laughs) Whatever. So it's hack. So there's a there's a comic in the stall in the bathroom and I'm taking a piss. Hey, good job, buddy. And my buddy knows that I don't think he's that funny, the headliner. That everyone else thinks he's very funny, and he does seems to do pretty good. So we know it's a guy, or it could it's be a guy. It could be he he could be a lady now. Yeah, or so he could have always been a lady, but carried himself why don't you as just a man say they before? this comedian they <laughs> a dude. And uh, I'm taking a piss with balls and a dick. And, he, and my buddy goes, "What do you, he knows? My buddy knows he's in the stall. He goes, "So what do you think about this guy?" And um, and I say something like, "I mean, I, he's obviously technically good, but I don't think nice he, save, Kyle. I don't think he's funny. Way, way to have integrity and also tact. I think that's the perfect response. Are you being serious? No, of course I'm not. <laughs> I think he's technically good, but." Technically, he's a fucking idiot. But I don't like his jokes. That's yeah. what I said. Like, he's technically good, but I don't like his jokes. So then he hears that, storms out. I, he doesn't see who... Bucks is rail. I don't know if he knows my voice, but he storms out, goes on stage because he's right about to go on and goes, apparently I'm technically good, but not good at comedy, whatever the fuck that means. And? So whatever. Big laughs. End or- of that story. Yeah. Um... No, I think the well, the audience didn't really know what he's talking about. What I hate about the bathrooms of Dakotas, they smell like shit, and I'm snorting through my nose so often that you just get big inhales of shit. Because you're snorting coke in the bathroom. That's not why. I just go in there and, you know, that's what I'd like to do in bathroom stalls. Anyways, so yesterday it happened again. Except except this, no one knew he, he was in there, and they're like, "What do you think about the headliner? Like a new comic?" Yeah, and I just went. Lot of credits, <laughs> lot of credits. I would credit, I would give him credit. And then he walked out immediately, and I was like, "Yeah, well." All right, back to uh, this is one of the rare times. This is less interesting than your story. Um, <laughs> from the Aramites, <laughs> you, you the think- Israelites, the Hebronites. No, your stories suck. <laughs> but this is somehow less interesting than that shitty ass story. 
Shoe a bale. Can you believe it though? He was in the stall the whole time. <laughs> the descendant of Gershom, son of Moses. That'd be a great trivia question. What was Moses' son's name? Gershom. He was the officer in charge of the treasuries. His relatives through Eleazar, Rubia, his son. I mean, I'm sure we read this. I re- this is really feeling familiar. But it's page 666, so that makes it cool. Shelamith and his relatives were in we, charge. We should smoke dedicated. it after. Huh? We should sm- roll the it whole up page? In, into a doobie and smoke it after. Okay, if you got some PCP, <laughs> I'm down. All right. I've never tried that, but I, apparently it's fun. By the heads of families who were commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, we for sure read this. By plunder taken in battle, they dedicated the repair of the temple of the Lord and everything dedicated by Samuel the seer, son of Kish. Abner, son of Ner. Yeah, I love that part. Joab, son of Zerai, and all the other dedicated things in the care of Shalomith and his relatives. Shalomith. Shalomith, yep. And from the Israelites, Canaanites, his sons were assigned duties away from the temple as officials of judges over Israel. The Hebronites, Hashbadiah, and his relatives, 1,700 able men, that guy's related to, were responsible in Israel for west of the Jordan for all the work of the Lord. As for the king's service, the Hebronites, Jeriah, was their chief according to genealogical records of their families. David's reign was made records like this. What the fuck? In the 40th year of David's reign, a search was made for the records and capable men among the Hebronites were found at Jazer and Gilead. Jeriah had 2,700 relatives who were able men, heads of families. King David put them in charge of the Reubenites, the Gadites, the half-tribe of Massanay, and every from every matter pertaining to God and for the affairs of the king. That's interesting, eh, Kyle? See, you're saying, like, I don't retain any of this shit, but nothing happens. Yeah, but I didn't retain it either, because I'm sure we read that last week. We've literally made no progress. It all sounds the same to me. <sighs> the army divisions, there's, like, a bunch of them. Bunch of guys, bunch of numbers. Um, and then David's plans for the temple. But we're almost done, First Chronicles. Then we get to listen to the... Oh, man, I, I can't do... I was about to say... <laughs> Then we go to Second Chronicles, where we go for some of the more of the same stories from a different... It's like a Rashomon effect. You get the same story from different angles, contradicting previous stories. That's neat. But after Chronicles, Second Chronicles, which is... I'm just flipping some pages here. Then we get to Ezra. Okay? Yeah. What And what's better than Ezra? Uh, Esther, which is following that, I think. Ezra, no, Nehemiah, Esther. Esther is a great story. It's about the hottest Jew of all time. Even hotter than Natalie Portman, even hotter than Gal Gadot. That's cool. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hotter than uh, that. Imagine a beauty contest by the king of. How about hotter than Margot Robbie? Uh, Yeah, I I would put both. I don't don't think any of those smelly, covered in fucking lavender bitches back then were hot at all. You don't think there was good-looking people back in the day? I think I think that's directly related to grooming and hygiene, how attractive a person could be relative to now. Now that I know the baseline is completely <laughs> kempt. How about that stank? And, yeah. How about that stank? Napoleon told... I don't want that third-world smell, dude. Napoleon told his mistress not to bathe for a month before she came what, was over. Was he Conrad Anderson? He could have been, dude. Ben Does Franklin have- like to get down and dirty with some stanky puss. You're telling me man? Conrad has has king in his jeans? No. He's definitely not a king, and that hat he wears is not a crown. He likes to eat ass after the girl works out. Conrad hates himself. That's why he does that. That's a subliminal thing about wanting to die by eating the dirty part. 
<laughs> you think so? You yeah, think it's he, old school. Yeah, that's just self hatred. That's all I deserve. Yeah. The worst hole. The worst. It is the worst hole in a woman's body. Yeah. I mean, second funnest to put your penis in though, which is second funnest. Yeah. Over the mouth for sure. Weird. The, does the, I guess it doesn't matter. Does have the teeth. butthole have teeth? Yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> Name the podcast that. Do we get butthole teeth? Does the butthole have teeth? Do we get any emails this week, Kyle? No emails this Did week. Do we learn anything? <clears throat> Where can they send them to, though? That's a good question. Biblebeaters at canadacomedy.ca. I'm glad you answered because I was going to say a different wrong thing. And then we'll do that again? Yeah. <laughs> and then we're in an incessant loop of correcting. I wish you weren't going to a fucking wedding tonight. I, I got a, I've got multiple. We got to play music video roulette again. I've got some banger new vids I discovered. Okay. It's the best. That's Till uh, next look, week. Yeah, look forward to that. But peace, bitches. I'm gonna